All right, guys, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. If you're someone who is seeking uncommon results, this podcast is for you. Success, happiness, and wisdom. What do these words mean to you? I think we can all agree that we'll probably all have slightly different definitions of each. In these podcasts, I get to dive deeply into conversations with some amazing innovators, influencers, and trendsetters that have had different versions of how they define the terms, yet have come out on the other side with amazing, uncommon results. At some point in their lives, they have decided to unshackle themselves from the norm and go beyond all boundaries. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, beyond, all, beyond All Boundaries with John Dwyer, and I got a special guest today, Jay Connor. Um, Jay and I have gotten to know each other uh, through a mastermind that we belong to, or that we're part of. And um, Jay is the private money authority, and he works with private money. Um, he has He's a national speaker. He's a best-selling author. Jay, you're working on a book right now, which we'll talk a little bit about in the, in the show as well. Um, but Jay, again, thanks for taking the time and being on the show. And I'm really looking forward to learning about your background, the things that you've learned uh, through running your business. And so again, welcome. And would you mind sharing a little bit about uh, who you are and, and, and what you're excited to talk about today on the show? Sure, John. Thank you so much for uh, having me come on the show. So um, my wife, Carol Joy, and I, we live here in eastern North Carolina in a really, really small town, Moorhead City, North Carolina. And we started investing in single family houses in 2003. And since that time, we've rehabbed over 400 houses, bought a lot more than that with creative terms, but uh, we've used private money and uh, rehabbed over 400 since that time. But between 2003 and 2009, I relied on local banks, institutional money, mortgage companies to fund our real estate deals. Well, in January 2009, I remember just like it was yesterday, I called up my banker. I had two deals under contract, John, to, uh, to fund great deals. They represented over $100,000 in profit, just those two deals. And I had had this telephone conversation with my banker many, many, many times from 2003 to January 2009, telling my banker about my deals, where they're located, the after repaired value, the funding required for the deal and the closing date. So I did the same thing on that phone call and I learned very, very quickly on that phone call in January 2009, I had been cut off and I had no funding at the local bank, just like the rest of not the US, but the world. Right. As I know your listeners will recall, 2008, 2009, it's like the spigot turned off overnight when it came to funding. And we had a global financial crisis. Mm -hmm. So I had these deals under contract. I hung up the phone. It's like, you know, I asked myself, what am I going to do? So I called up my good friend, Jeff, who lived in Greensboro, North Carolina at the time, fellow real estate investor. I told him what had happened. I said, what are we going to do? Well, first of all, he said, Jay, welcome to the club. <laughs> he says, the banks just cut me off last week. I said, what are we going to do? Well, in that conversation, I learned about this wonderful world called private money. I'd never heard of private money. It's very different from hard money, but I'd never heard of hard money. And so I learned about private money, which is simply borrowing money from individuals, human beings like you and me, who loan their investment capital or their retirement funds 
to real estate investors to get a high rate of return safely and securely. So I learned about this strategy of using private money, doing business with individuals to fund our real estate deals. So in less than 90 days, I was able to raise $2,150,000 in private money wow. from individuals. And I was able to save those two deals. Yep, got the profit of over $100,000 on those two deals. And here's what's interesting, John. In the midst of that global financial crisis, mine and Carol Joy's real estate investing career in business in the first 12 months of using private money tripled our business because there were these deals everywhere. Deals were everywhere, right? All the foreclosures going on. Mm -hmm. Sort of reminds me of what's getting ready to happen very right. soon. Right, for sure. And I wasn't relying on local banks or, uh, I mean, I was making the rules. <clears throat> I was setting the term. I was setting the, and I still do that to this day. So, right now, we've got 44 private lenders, individuals that loan us money, funding deals. In fact, right before getting on the show here with you, I got a text from a private lender that says, hey, Jay. Me and my mom, we got over $250,000 available right now. When can you put it to work? So this world of private money, the lenders are chasing you and you're not chasing the money. So tell me about that from a the, the private money, the lender's perspective, right? So how do you maintain the rules if I was going to give you the money? Sure. So most of our private lenders, first of all, never heard of private money. Never heard about using self-directed IRAs as a way to use their retirement funds to lend out to real estate investors. That's a beautiful strategy. They can get unlimited profits per year and returns, at least tax deferred or tax free. Well, since they've never heard of this, then guess what? I become a teacher. I teach people what private money is, how they can get high rates of return safely and securely. And here's the program. Here's the interest rate that we pay. Here's how you're protected. Here's how you can get your money back in case I die. Here's how you can get your money back in less than 90 days in case you got an emergency. So since I'm teaching what the program is, I'm not chasing, I'm not begging, I'm not selling. I am educating people on what private money and self-directed IRAs are. And, you know, John, to this day, I've never asked anybody for money. I've never asked anybody for money. I simply educate them on what private money is, what self-directed IRAs are, what my program is. And here's the deal. When they get educated on that, they're chasing me. If they've got investment capital or retirement funds, there's nowhere else they can get these kind of returns safely and securely because it's all collateralized by real estate with a very conservative loan to value. So they probably have a position on the, on the capital or the property, right? There's a collateral lien against the property of, of their capital that they're investing to you and they have promissory notes and they have all the backing of if the deal falls through, they own the, they own the property. Is that, is that that's right? They, I mean, if I don't pay them, the property does. Yep. It's all, it's all collateralized. Uh, typically, we don't borrow more than 75% of the after-repaired value. And people say, well, Jay, if you're only borrowing 75% of the after-repaired value, how are you bringing home a big check every time you buy? Well, 
I didn't say I was borrowing 75% of the purchase price. Right. I said, I'm borrowing up to 75% of the after repaired value. So in order for this to work, I had to buy properties at 50 to 60 cents of the after repaired value. So a lot of these homes that we do buy, um, you know, do need repair, do need, you know, rehab. And uh, most of the properties we buy are distressed. Either the seller is personally distressed or the property is distressed or both. Jay, if someone's going to, uh, you know, lend you private money, what is typically the length of the terms? When is the expectation of the return of the capital, the return of their principal back in, in, in these types of deals? Yeah, the term of the note is two years if they are loaning just investment capital, liquid money. If they're loaning uh, retirement funds by, and of course we teach them how to transfer their current retirement funds to an IRS approved self-directed IRA or you know the IRS calls it a third party custodian. So if they're loaning to us from their retirement funds, that term is five years. However, most of the time we sell and cash out in less than two years. So the average actual note that stays in play is typically going to be nine months to 18 months. We sell a lot of houses on rent to own, and we actually help our buyers of those houses get a mortgage to where they can actually own that house. And then we pay off the private lender and then go do another deal with their funds. So that's typically how they're, yeah, that makes sense if you're doing a lot of rent to owns, right? To where you can cash out sooner, where the, the renter will get the mortgage and and then pay everybody off and then you, you take the proceeds and pay everybody, the investors off and, and then you look for the next deal. That's right. Well, so how long have you been doing this, Jay? Started in 2003, mm -hmm. uh, but started using private money in 2009. Um, and we've got a fantastic team. Um, in 2011, I found myself bored actually working in the business about five hours a week. We got a great rehab team, got a great acquisitionist, got a great marketing team on finding motivated sellers. And so in 2011, we started our education company that actually teaches and trains other real estate investors on how to find this private money, uh, how to work with private lenders, how to raise the capital, and how to never miss out on a deal because they didn't have the money or the funding. So do you spend a lot of your time today doing the education piece or is it more boots on the ground? You want to talk a little bit about that and kind of. Yeah, both, both. So yeah. again, thanks to the fantastic team, I'm actually working in the business five to 10 hours a week in the buying and selling house business as a real estate investor. What do I do in that business? I make decisions. That's all I do. I'm always looking for new marketing ways to find motivated sellers so I'm testing new marketing methods on locating um, motivated sellers off market. Most of the deals that we buy are not in the multiple listing service. Um, and then in addition to that, so uh, is making decisions. So people who want to sell their house and it's as is condition, reach out to us, talk to my acquisitionist. The acquisitionist sends me the information on the property. I decide what's the maximum that I want to offer on that property. And then the acquisitionist does the communicating. And so the rest of the time, either in person or virtually on Zoom or on the telephone, I'm training and working and educating and coaching real estate investors on how to do the business like we do. 
Did Jay, what were you doing prior to this? Mobile homes. Okay. So have you, so your history, have you always been in the real estate game? Except for the first two years out of college. Okay. The first two years out of college, I was in the restaurant business and wow. uh, I hated it, hated it, had no life, had to work all the time that everybody else was playing. So I did that for two years. And then after that, when I was 24 years old, um, I got in the mobile home business. So I've, uh, you know, from 1984 until 2003, I helped people with what we call the affordable housing industry, manufactured homes, single wides, double wides, et cetera. And the consumer finance on that product, consumer financing virtually went away in the early 2000s. And I knew if I ever got out of the mobile home business, I wanted to get into single family houses. I've also done commercial deals. I've got a free and clear shopping center that I developed from the ground up um, in uh, Newport, North Carolina, uh, real close here to my office. So I've done commercial deals, um, but most of my focus is on single family houses. I mean, our... I don't do that many deals per month. I mean, I'll do two to three deals a month. I mean, I'm in a small market. Our total market's only 40,000 people. So I'll do two to three per month, but the average profit per house is over $60,000. So wow. those, num those numbers work. They work, yeah. So do you spend in, in, in your market, Are you do you go nationally or are you mostly just in the market that you're in right now? My investing is all locally right here where we live. Okay. But my students, right, are all I teach, uh, they're all over the nation. I got students in California and from all the West Coast, East Coast, North and South. So did you get into, you know, was, was there kind of an aha moment, um, you know, for you? I know that we were talking earlier and just kind of your story about, you know, the $100,000, you know, opportunity. The bank said no. Um, you know, you reach out to a buddy, kind of give you some information on, you know, private money. Did you... Was there like some aha moments in regards to the differentiations between hard money and private money? Um, or did you even have to experience hard money because you went directly to private money? You know, I, I, I did not experience hard money. In fact, I learned about hard money after private money. Um, yeah, I called up my, I mean, the, from 2003 to 2009, as I said, I was relying on the local banks for funding right. and I got cut off. So it was at that point in time, I learned about private money and was able to raise over $2 million in less than 90 days of private money. That's doing business with individuals. Um, hard money, there's big differences between hard money and private money. I, I don't borrow hard money. Um, hard money is when a broker goes out and raises money from individuals and then jacks up the interest rate and charges points and fees and et cetera. So like, you know, in this world of private money, we borrow between seven, we, we pay seven to 8%, right? World of hard money right now, the average rate's 14%. Um, you know, the hard money lender raises the money and then loans it out to real estate investors. So it's a middle person. So I just cut out the middle person and go straight to the source. Interest rate's a big difference. Points and fees is a big difference. Hard money lenders right now will charge two to four points. Uh, that's the percentage of the loan amount. If you borrow $100,000, they're going to charge $2,000 to $4,000 in uh, points or origination fees. There is There are no points or origination fees in the world of private money. 
In addition to that, uh, in the world of private money, there's no extension fees. If you haven't cashed out your note with a hard money lender within six months or a year, they'll probably extend your note, but they want more money. They're going to charge another 2% of your loan amount uh, to extend the note. So you're already up to 18 to 20% in interest and fees the first year with a hard money lender. But in the world of private money, you're still at 7 or 8%. Another big difference is how much are they going to advance? Sorry, my phone's ringing. But how much is a hard money lender going to advance you when you purchase the property? Well, a hard money lender is going to advance between 65% and 80% of your purchase price. You got to come up with the difference on the purchase price. In this world of private money, guess what? You get all of your purchase price up front when you borrow, all of your rehab money if you're rehabbing. And we always borrow more than that to cover marketing expenses, carrying costs, et cetera. So in this world of private money, I always, 100% of the time, never take any of my own money to the closing. And I always get a big check at the closing table when I buy. My favorite phrase that's on my real estate attorney's checks that are payable to my company, they'll say excess cash to close, which means... You brought more money to the table for the closing than was needed for the purchase of that property. Therefore, this check that I pick up is called excess cash to the buyer to close. And I tell you what, John, I love me some excess cash. That's right. So, you know, is it hard to find the private money lenders out there? Um, it's, hard to, it's, it's hard to find them for two reasons. If you don't know what your program is that you're offering. And if you're chasing, you know, I've discovered over the years, the more I chase money, the more it eludes me. But the more I just teach and educate people on what this is all about, now it starts chasing me. So the private lenders are very, very easy to find if you know where to look. There's three categories where private lenders are. One category is people you've already got some kind of connection with. Are they in your cell phone, your email list, your Facebook friends? And I don't mean your fake Facebook friends. <laughs> I mean your real connections, LinkedIn connections, any kind of social media. So, you know, all, all of those people that you've got some kind of connection with are potential private lenders or people they know are potential private lenders. The next category is what I call your expanded warm market. So people in your, or your cell phone are what I call the warm market. You got some kind of connection. The expanded warm market, I teach my students all across the nation. That's, you know, some people say, Jay, I don't know anybody that's got any money. All my people that I know are broke. Well, first of all, I don't believe them. But secondly, it's a business decision. If you don't want to do business with people you know, that's your choice. I say expand your warm market. So I teach my students how to grow your center of influence very, very quickly in your local area. And the third category of private lenders are existing private lenders, individuals just like you and me, not institutions, but individuals who are already loaning money out from their investment capital or retirement accounts to other real estate investors. So how do you find those people? Well, you can do it the hard way, like I did starting out. I hired my real estate attorney's paralegal to search public records for individuals who had loaned money out and that was secured by real estate, either with a mortgage or deed of trust on public record. 
That's very laborious and very slow. So because of that, <clears throat> we created my private lender data feed. And my private lender data feed goes out every month to all real estate closings in the nation. And we capture the contact information from public record of all individuals that are loaning money out on real estate. So those are the three categories of locating private lenders. Your connections, grow your own connections, and existing private lenders. And you know, if you have a private lender that you're you're communicating with, what are the some some of the things that you communicate or say to that lender um, to kind of move them through that process of understanding even what they're getting themselves into? Well, first of all, I teach them what private lending is, mm -hmm. right? Because most of them have never heard of private money or self-directed IRAs. So I explain to them what private money is. And then I explain to them the program that we offer private lenders, the interest rate, uh, the frequency of payments, how they're protected, uh, maximum loan to value, et cetera. And so this whole uh, conversation, if I'm actually doing a presentation, only takes 20 minutes mm -hmm. to explain the private lending program. And again, when I get to the end of that, ask them if they have any other questions, and if they've got investment capital or retirement funds, and first of all, they're not going to listen to my program unless they do have investment capital or retirement funds. Why would they waste their time on listening to a way that they can get a higher rate of return safely and securely? So inevitably, by the time I get to the end of the presentation, of course, I teach my students exactly what that presentation is and what it looks like. Um, you know, they're asking me, well, like, okay, how soon can you put, you know, my X number of dollars to work? Because where else are they going to get these kind of rates of return safely and securely? Nowhere. Um, how much have you kind of done any research on how much private money you feel is available out there for individuals <laughs> that are doing research? Well, prior to COVID, <laughs> right up to COVID starting, it was 18 trillion. Uh, of cash just sitting on the sidelines in the United States that people weren't using or cash sitting in their retirement accounts. And my most recent figure now since COVID is over $30 trillion sitting on the sidelines that can be used for private money. So there's tons and tons of potential available private money for your real estate deals. That's amazing. You know, $30 trillion, there's a lot of opportunity, isn't there? Yeah, and a lot of that is in self-directed IRAs or retirement accounts. That's just cash sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, I think the last study was there's about $32.3 trillion of 401k qualified plan money. It's it's a big number, right? Well, huge, huge. Big numbers. It surpasses the national debt. <laughs> so well, yeah, I hope it stays that way. Yeah, well, that's, that's, their, that's their ticket out of the tax problem if they really want to get it. You there know? you go. So... Um, well, Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about the book you're writing? You're, you're writing a book right now and it's coming out uh, February 17th. Is that correct? Yep. That's the release date. And I'll tell you, folks, uh, because you are following John Dwyer, I have got a uh, I've got a link for you to where you can get this book for free. Um, so the book is titled Where to Get the Money Now, Where to Get the Money Now. And it will teach you my system and strategy for getting all the money you'll need for your real estate deals without relying on your credit, 
without relying on your income, without relying on your experience. And again, it's got nothing to do with hard money. So whether you are a brand new real estate investor or you're a seasoned real estate investor and you want more funding for your deals and you want funding that will allow you to get a big check when you buy a property and take no money to the closing table, then get my book absolutely free at www.jayconner.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. Again, that's jayconner, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash book. That's awesome, dude. I love the, I love the title of the book. <laughs> I mean, it's just simple, but yet yeah, speaks volumes, right? So um, aside from that, where else can uh, people and our listeners um, get in touch with you? Sure. So uh, you can just go to jayconner.com and I've got a ton of resources there, um, training there. Um, you know, we actually answer the phone here at our office. So if you got any questions that we can help you with on real estate investing, you can just call us up at area code 252-808-2927. That's 252-808-2927. And I tell you what, um, you know, Jay, the, the few times that we've gotten together and had some, um, you know, some great conversations, I mean, you're just, you're a solid person, you know, you run a, you run a great business and, um, you know, you're doing this because you have a passion for it, right? It's not just something for you to make money. I mean, you truly at least the conversations and the people that I've, you know, gotten to know and the people that, about you, they just say, they speak volumes to who you are and, and just your passion behind this. I mean, you can just kind of see it, you know, how you get up there and you just, uh, you just love talking about this stuff. So thanks a lot for, uh, you know, being on the show. And really, honestly, if, if there's anybody out there that wants information on this and, you know, on this, on these strategies of private money, I mean, Jay's your guy and he's not going to steer you the wrong way. I mean, he's just, he's just a sound down to earth dude who's, was killing it. So thanks so much for being on here, man. John, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And um, I'm going to leave with this. You know, if you guys, the listeners, for the listeners out there, please write reviews, give us some comments, give us some feedbacks, things that you liked about this episode. And again, please reach out to Jay. Um, he's a he's a wealth of knowledge in regards to private money and, and all the information he can provide for you. So Jay, again, I really appreciate you being on here today. And uh, I really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more and even just learning more about the private versus the hard money. It's been, it's been uh, intriguing. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. All right. Have a great day.